Alright. Welcome to Midnight with the Lunatics. It's not midnight, but we're approaching there shortly. Before we get there, though, <laughs> before we get there, uh, we just watched uh, Prince of Darkness. I watched it once before, but Malcolm here has never seen it before. Um, so, I'm not a big horror movie fan, but those are, like, neutral to the genre. Um... Up to this point, there hasn't really been any movies that have legitimately scared me. Um, the Thing didn't scare me. I mean, the, the Thing left me uneasy, but it didn't exactly scare me. Gremlins didn't. The Babadook didn't. But The only thing that ever came close was the old Goosebumps shows when I was younger, like Night of the Living Dummy and Holy Day. <sighs> this was the first movie that legitimately scared me. Mm, and why? Well, for one thing, I don't do good with anything that is gross or disgusting. I tend to veer away from it. I got nauseous very easily. I think, again, I think there's much grosser movies than this, but I, I see what you mean. Much grosser than the fucking bugs and the, the, the maggots and the worms. I never had a problem with maggots and worms. But... I, I have a problem with maggots and worms. Okay. The fucking... <laughs> Devil thing at the end, jeez. Oh, listen. Oh, yeah. So this is me. this is part three of our John Carpenter series of just us watching his movies and talking about. Them. I think I don't know if the, anything is going to in the, in this in this John Carpenter series is going to be able to top this. Mm, we'll see. I think you'll really like the next one. But before we get there, uh, I, uh, oh yeah, this movie like I'm was legitimately shaken. Yeah. This movie was made in 1987, a year after Big Trouble Little China underperformed, and this was John Carpenter's return to... Horror? Uh, yes, and also a return to independent filmmaking and funding his own projects. So this movie was not ba made on a very big budget at all. You know, of course, much bigger than Halloween was, but that was very little at all. So it was bigger than Halloween. Yeah, but... See M. Night Shyamalan? See how you made Devil? This is how you make a religious horror film. A fucking devil. Yeah. This... I feel like this is what Devil was trying to do. I try not to think about that movie because it, it depresses me how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> but... I know, but the comedy is distracting me from the images of the maggots that are still in my brain right now. Oh, yeah. But this movie, I, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. But... Did it scare you back then? It, it... No. I think... There's, there's only ever been one movie that's really scared me, but it's not this one. Which one was it? I'm curious. The movie Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's the only one that's ever done. I've never seen that. You shouldn't. Oh, good. I don't know how well you do with it, but in any case, because that movie is there's there's no hope in that at all. So this was not. This was actually legitimately terrifying. And so let's let's I guess let's talk about the movie itself a little bit because. Um, uh, I mean, I think, I think it's another, you know, I think it's another, it's, it's, it's I don't think it'll probably ever have as much wide regard as Big Trouble Old China or, or Halloween or the thing, but what I a, think, what a drastic shift after Big Trouble Old China. I know yeah. <laughs> that's his range though. And I think, but, but what was I saying? It was that 
Oh yeah, I don't think this movie will ever have as much wide, wide um, appeal—not appeal as much um, as much attention as those. But I think it—I think it's just as much of a classic as those are. I really do. I agree. Just from watching it, it was very well done. Yeah, and like it's so visceral. Yeah, like even compared to like, I think that. Well, one thing I did notice, the difference I noticed between the thing. And this movie, because while I noticed that it's a similar concept, they're all trapped in a space with an entity that's, that's picking them off one by one slowly. I noticed that that in this one, the, it takes longer for them to realize that people are being picked off. Right. That, like, in the thing, it's more immediate. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that, that was actually one of my issues with this movie, is just that it takes a while to get started. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I think that... I I think it could have gotten in gotten into the meat of it uh, quicker. I think one of my problems with that, and this is one of the reasons we have to rewind during the scenes. Yeah, it's so heady, and it's dealing with such big concepts of like God and the universe and science and, and religion, science and religion. And how like, they have to do with each other. There were moments when it completely lost me. Mm. I admit, like we had to rewind that one scene where. Where Donald Pleasance is talking about the follower, the followers of Jesus, and trying to spread that information onto others, because he just lost me at the beginning of that diatribe. Yeah. And, and a lot of the, and, and, and it wasn't just the religious stuff. A lot of the, whenever they were talking about the complex mathematical equations of theoretical physics, I was doing my best to follow, but it was somewhat difficult. Right. It's 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 heavy. It's heady. And it's very intentionally like that. You know, it, it's, it was difficult. It's it's um it, it's very different than than the movies we've watched so far in the series. Yeah, even compared to the thing. Yeah, but I think in in particular, partly because it's it's a lot more than the, a lot more than those. It's sort it leaves a lot up to you to figure out. Yeah, and like it. Yeah, like with what it has to do with again the devil and religion and matter and antimatter and all this stuff, and and they never you know and and another part of that is you know they never explain like the, the when they, whenever they're looking at the sky and they see the moon and the sun right they never it's, explain yeah they're the kind of mystery a lot. yeah and it's and again it's 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 up to I you think, to sort of interpret you know I've been trying to figure out why why the why I didn't mind the visceral stuff so much in the thing compared to in this movie because both both movies are very visceral. Oh yeah. Um but I think the different I think it's interesting because I think the difference is I think it is in in the thing because the thing is more of a sci-fi movie, it's a little bit more the more monster I'm trying to I'm doing my best to describe Is it this. more removed from reality? It's more removed from reality, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah. Whereas in this one, the stuff like the maggots and the earthworms and it, they're just so much more real, you know? Yeah. Because these are real things and that actually has it makes it have more impact. Right. These things are because then you can make that connection, you know. Right. Well, well, the thing felt more detached. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? It was. Um, oh, I'll, I'll forget. It was, Which I find very interesting. That there's yeah. The uh, like 
Oh, I remember. Like, the mundane stuff scares me more than something that's... That, that, yeah, me too. I've always found that, that uh, you know, I've always found Halloween to be a, a scarier movie than The Thing. Or this, because I think the idea of an actual person just going around yeah, killing, killing people, people is more is more is, is scary. It'll always be scarier to me than ghosts or whatever. You yeah, know? definitely. Well, I think that's, and I think that's also why stuff like Slappy the Dummy and the Lady scared me when I was younger. Because, well, yes, there are supernatural elements in these movies, uh, in, in those shows, in, in those stories. Yeah. The truth is, stuff like dolls. And this is actually maybe why the whole living doll thing is so prevalent in horror. Yeah. I think it's because, like, stuff like dolls and ventriloquist dummies are very real things. Right. So those coming to life can be legitimately unnerving. They're also just creepy-looking yeah. bastards. But um, oh, one other thing about this movie is that uh, is very impressive is that they did... All of the effects that you see in the movie were done in camera, which means they had to they, they couldn't go after in the editing process and add things. So they had to be done in like one take. Like no, they had to do it on set. Like they like they couldn't add any like any special lighting or anything. They just had to have the or any you know. There's, they had they couldn't add anything after. They just yeah, had to do. yeah. Like you know, like whenever they would have like those mounds of ants, they had yeah. to get those ants together. They had to do all this stuff. They had to. That's them. seriously impressive. Yeah, because again, they didn't have a huge budget to allow right. them so, to, to add many things afterwards. So they just had to go with what they had. Exactly. And like, that's seriously impressive, though. Yeah. God, I can't even imagine how they managed all the special effects with the ants and the maggots. Right. Uh, going back to the movie, I, or, or going back to the story, or what was I going to help myself forget? It was, oh, yeah, that's right. Even though I said before that it, it's slow to start, I think the whole third act of this movie is, like, impeccable. Like, I think it's really special. Oh, oh God, yeah, the third act, it really picks up. Because in, another part of why is I think that it, it kind of engages in the, weird, in the weirder stuff more. And I think, I, I kind of wish the whole movie had done that more, like, with the, with the imagery and things. Like, one of my favorite images in this whole movie is when is after uh, the lady she she grabs the the one with the with the with the you know with the antichrist inside her and pushes them then they both go into the mirror and they go into the water. My favorite favorite images in this movie is after Donald Pleasant has shattered the mirror and the and it's under the water and, and the light's flashing and you see her going down. Yeah. Like that's the, perfect. The, the scene that stays with me is the scene where the guy dissolves into the Oh, dance. and I, I love that, 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 that Oh god, that scene freaked me out the most. Yeah, because his voice is like, yeah, whoa. Well, his voice is, it, it, well, it, it was his, it was a combination of his voice and the fact that and the way his body slowly was being consumed by the right. like and he, it was just like falling apart. And he was standing in the dark and there was nothing else And there was him. nothing else. Jeez. And first his head and the rest of them. Oh god. And and, and oh god, that ending. I know. It's... Just like that one scare at the end when he when he when the, when the character slid around the reason... is right there. Yeah, and the but the other thing I think I think the very end is also perfect. Oh the very end. Because yeah. it's not because it's not even a scare because it's it's the anticipation that it ends. Yeah, like, what, we're what's not... going to happen when it touches that mirror? Yeah, oh, oh god, like, the fact that yeah. it, it... And, and just the message, what, um... I, I think it's Donald Pleasant's character who says that... Uh, what's these with these, what Donald Pleasant says about the evil not being entirely gone? Mm -hmm. 
I think it was Donald Pleasant that said that. I think it was uh, or was it? It was him or Victor Wong. Or was it one it was of Victor Wong. But the fact that he says that the evil isn't entirely gone, I'm like, holy shit, this isn't over yet. Well, and of like, course, he, it, it, he, him, or it, or whatever it is, is still exists. Still exists, know? yeah. And that that thought in itself is terrifying. Yeah. And um, like the fact that they didn't, they just they just held it back. They didn't actually kill. Him. Right, and I, it's it's again, yeah. I think that whole third act is is pretty perfect. And I'm just left with so many questions. Like they mentioned that the creature could have been extraterrestrial or like alien. Yeah, they said it, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's it's is it's, it exactly? Yeah, I think. And again, yeah. So again, the movie is very obtuse and very heady, but it. I think there are still core core thing, core elements about it that that even though even if you couldn't get into that stuff, it would still carry. Oh God, I'm, I'm not I'm yeah. not a horror fan, and it's still staying with me. I can't get the image of the maggots out of my head. Just that the scene I can't get out of my head is the scene when the scene at the beginning where Victor, where the when Doctor Pleasant's character is heading to the chapel, and then there's the woman shows up and she has the cup full of like maggots. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what scene I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah, oh God, yeah. I can't get this out of my head. Yeah, this is legit. I have never felt this way about a horror movie before. I'm glad. Well, the thing is, not the Babadook didn't do it to me. The thing didn't. Do it. Yeah. The Goosebumps came close with Slapping the Dragon when I did when I was younger. Right. I literally had to shut off the TV for that little dummy three at the end of the scene of Slappy in the attic while all the other dummies because I was still generally frightening. And when Blue Lee showed up in the camera in front of the camera and not in. In Lily D, then that legitimately made, startled me. Yeah, well, I think there's plenty of things that I could share with you that would that would uh, be, be. I'd be interested to see how you react. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you know, you never seen The Exorcist, right? No, I haven't actually. That seen one that. is not really a gross-out movie so much. No, I always kind of assumed I, I mean, it was. Parts of it are, but it's it's so much. A lot of the movie is so much mood and creepiness, like. And I think I that one would actually. I feel be like I should important. see that one. I feel like I should see the Exorcist three too. Oh yes, absolutely. Exorcist three. Absolutely. Is, is this, the second one not good? Uh, that depends who you ask. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing about Exorcist two: the uh, basically the director John Borman hated the first movie, and they're like, "We oh, want really? you to direct this." So, and he did what? What's his name? Ryan Johnson did with Star Wars. Um, and he's basically, I'm going to make an Exorcist movie that's not like The Exorcist. And it's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, we're going to have J- James Earl Jones be in a, car- a locust costume. And we're going to have the stupid stuff with this, like, you're going to have, uh, and just, it's a very beautiful looking movie. It's, I was going to say that it's it was, gorgeous, but it's really stupid. I was going <laughs> to say it's like what Stephen King did with his, with his own adaptation of The Shining. No, it's not. Bad. It's not that bad. No, it's a bad movie, but there. But I think again, it's it, it looks amazing. So maybe I should see it. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't. I know. think I actually that one would be fun to watch. Actually, it's kind of boring. Yeah, but, but I should. It's good. I should definitely see the first Exorcist though. Yeah, Another one sure. that I thought of that I might consider seeing is um, which I've heard is a gross out movie. It's Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary? No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. I kind of assumed it was. I don't think, no, it's not. Also, I don't think I even finished that movie, so I won't say. You know what? This movie also reminded me of the fact that I didn't see it. What? The Omen. Oh, yeah? It kind of reminded me of The Omen, though I haven't seen The Omen either. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of like, with the imagery and stuff that was going on. Yeah, from what I've heard, I could tell. I, I could see similarly. Also with the religious stuff. Yeah, and also, I wasn't, I wasn't even sure. Like, I assumed for most of the movie that the thing possessing 
that the thing possessing the girl was the devil in some capacity. Yeah, well, actually, but then I can tell it's the child of the devil. It's the yeah. I didn't. I didn't quite understand if it was the devil or if it was the child of the devil or if it was something else entirely oh, but, alien. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, it it's, wasn't clear to me because yeah. when when they were saying but, father, I kept assuming they meant God. That's true, but I think they meant the devil. Okay, I think. Yeah. See, this is what I mean that's when it says it could be a heavy and confusing yeah. movie for me because I was actually kind of struggling to understand what was going on. That's true, and again, I but even then, I think it's well. Two things about that. First of all, I think that that owes itself to rewatches, like. I think that yeah, I think this I movie think is definitely worth a rewatch. Watching it a second time makes it a lot easier uh, to follow. Not even, not necessarily. Well, I mean, yes, but also sort of. I think it makes it a more. You you get things more. That you pick up on things more. Also, yeah. um, I'm forgetting the actor's name now, but Wang, he's he's very funny. I wanted to ask the one who plays. What was his name? Carl, the black guy in the movie. The African-American man. I don't... Wait, who? Was, the guy who was laughing at the end when he was possessed. The, what was his name? Uh, I don't remember. Was anyway. he... Uh, I'm curious. Was he the same guy who played Candyman? No. Not, not even close. I don't know why, but he looked... He, kept <laughs> he looks reminding. nothing like Tony. I don't know why he kept reminding me of Candyman. Oh, no. I, I don't want to make this. Tall, but... I don't want to make this association because he's tall and black. <laughs> It's too late now. I hope it's not racist. We're gonna leave that in. But I don't know why. No, I I, I can see it. Candyman actually would be a good one to watch. That would be a good one to watch. Might have heard that one is kind of like humorous in its own right, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, kind of. Uh, I don't know where you're hearing these things, but (laughs) (laughs) no, either I'm hearing it from midnight. Yeah. Anyways, let's bring let's bring it back uh, to for, for yeah. Let's bring it back to Prince of Darkness. <laughs> I'm still, sh- I'm still shaking, you know. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus. I think it's such an intense movie. It is, and but and, I could not yeah. stop watching it. Right, and because you know, you might have noticed that I went quiet and stopped joking midway through the film. Yeah, I noticed because I, I was so focused intensely on what was going on while you kept making jokes. I was just so mesmerized <laughs> by it. Yeah, and yes. I don't usually get that way about movies. Yeah, I think it's 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 a movie that 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 deserves uh, I don't know a lot a lot more credit than it gets. You know what I mean? Oh God, yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't get much credit. Well, I mean, not even that it doesn't get much credit, but I guess more that it not so much attention, you know. But it's it's I think it, it and like I said before, I think it's another classic in John Carpenter's repertoire. Oh god, yeah. I think what so so this is your favorite that you boxed so far. Well, I wouldn't say I would, I'm not sure if it being my favorite. I mean, it's the one that scared me the most. I wouldn't say it's the I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie. All right. I don't I don't know if it's my favorite. Like I like the uh, so you know, honest to god, so far I'd say the thing is my favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah, cuz like because I really enjoy it. Because the thing, weirdly enough, I told you when we when we did the thing review, weirdly enough, the the thing with its black comedy, despite the horrifying shit it was doing, remind me a lot of my favorite play, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> and I think I think I love the just just every frame of that movie is so amazing, and like it it's so bizarre and it kept blowing my mind, and it's like. 
it, I think I like I love the sci-fi nature of it. Mm-hmm. Like just like the right. the imagination and the creativity put into that movie. Yeah. I mean, this is the scare. But who knows? Maybe like one of them in the future, like they let them turn out to be my favorite. You know? Yeah, it's very because, possible. Because like this is, I'm I'm honestly not sure. You know, honestly, it might not even be the thing right now. I'm not sure which one of the two movies I consider my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. It could be Big Trouble. I don't know. Because yeah. it's too soon to tell. You know, we've only seen three of them. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. I mean, this is definitely the scariest one for me so far. <laughs> I'll say that much. Yeah. I mean, this one scared me way more. The thing made me uneasy and paranoid, but this one was scarier because, mm-hmm. as I said before, its its vis its visual nature is more connected to reality as opposed to the thing, which was very much detached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the thing I could justify as oh, it's just a sci-fi monster; it can't hurt me in real life. But like, yeah. but like, the this the maggots and bugs and stuff are very very real. Right, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. Though the reason I do, I think, prefer the thing so far of what we've watched is because there, because there's always that, because there's tension through every frame of it, and it, there's never any dips in in uh, in in what's going on. But also because it the because there's always a but also because there's always a tension between the characters because right. that's something that never goes away and but anyways and but also i think like it's interesting because watching the first few scenes of prince of darkness reminded me of the first few scenes of halloween mm-hmm. just in the way they built up tension within the everyday mundane environment despite the fact that nothing was happening yet and Reminding me a lot of the first of the early scenes of Halloween, where we don't see Michael Myers, but there's this underlying sense of dread in the air. Right. And I mean, like, because Halloween started like that too. Yeah. And also, its slow build up to that kind of horror also reminded me of Halloween. Right. Because Halloween also had that build up to Michael actually killing them. Yeah. Because I think this movie had a similar build up. Again, you know, John knows what he's doing. With he it, really so. does. It's, it's, suspense. Inc- it's incredible to me. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> nerve-wracking. Uh, god, I don't know if we'll be able to sleep tonight. On that note, thank you for listening to our uh, review of Prince of Darkness. I think we're approaching midnight shortly. Hopefully the devil isn't among us.